This is our ninth meditation from Psalm 51. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin, for I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight, that you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part you will make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear joy and gladness, that the bones you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all my iniquities. O Lord God, we... Praise you that we can rejoice in your living word this morning and that you are patient and you are merciful with us as we learn your precious word. And we ask, Lord, with boldness and confidence of access to you through our Lord Jesus Christ that we would be filled with your spirit and so would delight now in your law and rejoice in it as we prepare to partake of this communion with you. And we pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Last week we saw in verse 8, David said, he prayed, Make me, Lord, make me hear joy and gladness. He was very convicted. And he was asking essentially here for a double joy, an abundant joy, joy and gladness together. After going through grief and inner pain uh, due to his conviction of sin, uh, which he described as like the pain of having your bones crushed. That's what that word meant. And then the joy and the gladness of complete healing. And in the first part of verse 9 here, he prays again, Hide your face from my sins. Lord, hide your face. And by using the word hide here in relation to the Lord, he means turn your face from beholding what I did, what I have now confessed. While knowing, of course, that the Lord is omniscient, as David declared by inspiration in Psalm 139. The Lord knows every sin of every person. And sin is lawlessness against him and his perfect law. He knows it all. He's seen it all. All our sins have been committed in his sight. And in verse 4, David uh, stated, Against you, you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight. So like a child, kind of like a child here, I think, when, he, when a child knows that he's disobeyed, he's rebelled against his parents, he's hurt them, he's grieved them, uh, and after admitting this, he acknowledges his sin in, in shame and sorrow. Uh, he doesn't want them to keep looking on him anymore, remembering this act of rebellion. He wants a renewed relationship. That's what the children want after this, after they've been disciplined. And so David is saying here, Lord, turn your face. Hide your face from my sins. Don't look at them. Don't remember them. And David remembered the mercy of God often in his uh, songs, and he wrote this song, which we've already read this morning. Uh, this is from Psalm 103. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in mercy. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those who fear him. And David here is exhibiting the fear of the Lord. 
As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father, so again, he's thinking, uh, he's talking to his heavenly father. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. And in the second half of verse 9, he, he cries out, Blot out my, all my iniquities, he said. Blot them out. Now in verse 1, he asked a, a similar prayer. He said, according to the multitude of your tender mercies, again, blot out my transgressions. But here in, the, in verse 9, it's just a little bit changed. It adds the word all. And he's pleading here, blot out all my iniquities. He's emphasizing all of his iniquities. He, he longed for a thorough cleansing, like we saw last week. A purging, complete purging, and <clears throat> a washing that would make him like white as snow. And so to blot out means to remove transgressions so they cannot be seen anymore. Like I said some months ago, like you spill something on the carpet and you blot it up and it's gone. It's, it's like it never happened. In Isaiah 43, the Lord said, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake. And I will not remember your sins. Praise God. He blots out the sin of his own people, his elect. For his own sake, for his own glory, and certainly, then, uh, for our great blessing. I also shared several months ago from Acts 3 where the Apostle Peter was surrounded in the temple by people. They were listening to him. He's talking about the resurrection of the Lord. And he said this to them in the conclusion of his speech. He said, repent and be converted that your sins may be blotted out so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of of the Lord. And praise God that the Lord does blot out our sins according to his tender mercies in the Lord Jesus Christ. He removes them as far as the east is from the west. And then, indeed, brothers and sisters, times of refreshing and joy may come from him. David longed for this time, to, this time of refreshing again, to be restored. He wanted to be refreshed again in the presence of the Lord, by the grace of the Lord, to know again the joy of his salvation. And that comes by the presence of the Lord by his nearness to us. And again, this phrase, this blotting out expression was used in Isaiah 44. And the Lord was addressing his own people at this point. His redeemed, he called them. And he said, I have blotted out like a thick cloud your transgressions and like a cloud your sins. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. They're blotted out. You can return to me. I have redeemed you. And so, brothers and sisters, when we confess and repent with our whole heart by his grace, as David is doing here, the Lord says these blessed words to us. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. He loves us. He's expressing his mercy continually to us. And he paid for our redemption. He did blot out our sins through the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus on the cross. And he now accepts us. He justified. We are justified in him and through the imputed righteousness of Christ. So may we now come to this table and partake of this communion with the Lord in the joy and the gladness that he has made possible, and he alone, because the penalty for our transgression has been blotted out. Praise God. Dear children of God, return to him. Come to him now, for he has redeemed you. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the one true and living God, we rightly bow in submission to you now, and we plead, as David did, that we would come to this time of communion with you with joy and with gladness, a, a double kind of joy. 
knowing that we are forgiven by the shed blood of Christ for us, by his atoning blood, and that you have blotted out our sin according to your tender mercies, your great mercy to us. May we now know a time of refreshing, Lord, as we come uh, to this table, the, time, the kind of refreshing that comes from your presence. And we ask this by the merits and in the name of Christ Jesus alone. Amen.